Everyone, welcome back to the American Innovator, and we're going back to Kazakhstan. And on day three, we went to the Promenade Expo project, and we met with all their top leaders. And Elias here is one of their engineers, and he's an amazing guy. And last time I came here, when he introduced himself to me, he said, you know, you've changed my life. And I said, why? And he says, because I am improving everything. I'm improving everything at home. I'm improving everything at work. Everywhere I look, I see waste. It's just incredible. So this time, when I met him again, about eight, ten weeks later, uh, he was just all smiles. And he said that he just got back from vacation and he went down to Turkey and that he saw waste. He saw things that he never saw before. And he began to show me on his laptop all the innovations that he saw in all the different countries that he'd been traveling to. And he said in the past he'd never seen all these levels of visual controls and all these things that really help people perform at a different level. And it was fascinating to see him understand that man, there are so many opportunities to improve the way we live. And he's showing this trash can that can be emptied in just a short period of time and handles all different kinds of trashes and waste. And it's just highly effective. And he just sees it everywhere he goes. And it was so exciting because once you see it, as Lauren Jones says, you can't unsee it. And he was just seeing it everywhere. And he was showing me example after example. He actually went and videotaped them emptying the garbage cans because he thought it was so fascinating. Well, before he would have just walked by that and not even paid attention to it. So I think the real question for all of us is, do you see all the waste around you? Do you see all the non-value and value? And then next, do you see all the cool innovations that you can actually incorporate into the way you do it? So he's showing all these signs here that actually are strong visuals on a college campus that really lets you navigate the college campus more successfully. And before he never noticed it, he just said they were color coding, but now he goes, wow, these are strong, lean, visual, color coded uh, cues for people to really understand. They really enhance life. Now, if we incorporated those concepts everywhere, imagine what life would be like. It's just very cool to see people become very passionate about lean, and particularly when you see, my favorite quote is from Lauren Jones, once you see waste, you can't unsee it. And Elias totally sees it, and it's so exciting to see that happen. Everywhere you go, look at he's noticing the crosswalk here. This one is, one is for pedestrians, I think one is for bikes. And that strong visual control just keeps people separated. And he just loves all these innovations and how effective they are. And actually the manholes being uh, clearly visually denoted what manhole is for what. Very cool stuff. He is doing an awesome job. And again, Kazakhstan is amazing. And I, you know, you always say it's good leaders. The secret is having great followers. And in Kazakhstan, we have great, humble followers that want to learn. It's exciting. Well, hello everyone, day four in Kazakhstan at the BI Group, and these are all the projects they build. It is unbelievable the magnitude of what they're doing, and today we went over to the Expo Center to an office complex that they're building, and it was really well done. So the Expo will be ready in 2017 in the summer, and I'm coming back to see it, and BI has a big part in building out all this infrastructure. So the first thing you notice right when you walk in the gate, clear visual controls on what the expectations are for the uniform. Everything's clean, neat, and orderly. This job site was absolutely amazing. Now watch this. When we approach the job site, we notice everything, all the supplies are neatly arranged. All the work that's been done around the perimeter, the garage area, the level ground 
It's fantastic. No debris field anywhere. The road's flat and smooth. All these things are excellent indicators of the way the job site will be maintained for the entire time. The concrete work was phenomenal. Notice there's no form boards laying around. Everything's clean, neat, orderly. So you're going to see something really good here from these guys because they're awesome. This is the financial department on the job site. And this is a new lean experiment. And they've got everything laid out in a cell for the contractor. So the first thing they do is they come in and this man checks the volume of work. Then the subcontractor goes and gets the pricing check to make sure the pricing was done correctly. Then the contractual elements were held up to. And then the last lady actually inputs all the data into the BI system. And then this lady is a specialist for anything that might be an anomaly. So they have this incredible system here that they've set up that's very lean, that they're reorganizing it to save the subcontractors time so they can be more efficiently paid and all the paperwork can be processed and they've never done this anywhere else before. This is a cool open office designed in a cell for the subcontractors. So this is really cool. When they come in, the truck driver stops right here, gets all the paperwork uh, signed and then goes out and they're even controlling the movement of all the people with all the walk lanes everywhere. And the good thing about that is before, the truck driver would come in and wander around and look for the person they need to find to sign it. But now they've made a specific drive up window for the truck driver. It's fast, it's simple, and they're just leaning out everything. So there's the driver checking out. So this is the douche or the shower. They got a great setup here. So as the workers work, they got a huge gang chart. At the end of the day, they can come in here and wash. And you may say, why? Well, because a lot of the people are from villages way outside the countryside. They don't even have showers. So they've got these nice showers that they can shower in, and then they go home and they're clean, then they come to work. So it's actually a really cool setup. And this is all new stuff they're implementing to make life for the worker better. This is their lean stand. This is where all the plans are, all the safety instructions. They used to go to a foreman and a whole other floor. Now they put the lean stand right on the floor where they're working. So the forms are coming down very orderly. We've got things stacked up nicely, organized. So instead of things just randomly thrown around, they're doing a pretty good job on all this. So this is an interesting thing. They're using uh, forms now from Poland. They're using better quality forms. They're using the form catch nets also from Poland. And you know, before they were kind of hand making them, things were not as good a quality. And when I came here six months ago, you know, a year ago, I always said, you know, you can't do that. You gotta have the quality, it costs less. They didn't agree. And now they think that quality is better and it's really interesting. So we're gonna do a little takeaway. So tell me about, do you believe quality is less expensive now? Why? You got it. Less defects, less, less rework. Move, less movement. Which the eight waste, one of them is over processing and defects, uh, excess uh, motion. You nailed it. That's why quality is cheaper. You did a perfect job because you tied it to the eight waste. That's exactly why quality is better. But if you don't associate a real true cost to the defect, you don't understand quality. Great job. Excellent.
So I'm in their cafeteria. This is my favorite thing. All their lean videos are playing. This is awesome. Man, so another it? fantastic day, day four in Kazakhstan at the BI group, going and visiting all their different job sites, seeing all the different trades and how they perform and how we can improve them and how we can take the waste out. Had a great dinner with their lean team in the evening and Astana is just a beautiful city. I went to the university and had coffee as I produced all these videos every day, just in time. Astana is incredible, BI group, amazing. Day four, Kazakhstan. Hi everyone, day five back in Kazakhstan. So what we're gonna to do today is we're gonna take a look at a work cell. We're gonna create a better and more powerful work cell. But I noticed when I walked out of my hotel room in the morning that the maid had a cart and this cart was perfectly set up. She had everything she needed to do and all she was doing was cleaning room. She wasn't struggling to find anything. Everything was exactly where it needed to be. Why? So she could work efficiently. Well, the truth of the matter is, most of the tradespeople on these job sites do not have work cells set up and their tools are not organized so they can work effectively. So we're gonna take a look at a before and after window installation, so here we go. So this installation took them 20 minutes. They were struggling quite a bit. They were using corded tools. Uh, the one worker basically was holding the window all the time while the other one worked. It was crazy. The supervisor was happy though because we took it from 45 minutes to 20 minutes because they were doing all this ridiculous prep work on the floor in the room. It was very cumbersome. And I said, no, do those in a controlled environment. Then just install the window. So we took it from 45 to 20 minutes. So a huge improvement. She's happy. There you go. There's our results. Now we're going to take a look at taking it from 20 minutes to actually 10 minutes. Now this is amazing. All we did, created a workbench with all the tools set up, switched out corded tools for cordless tools so they weren't encumbered by the cords, they weren't wrestling with those. Now two people are working, all the screws are exactly where they need to be, all the tools are where they need to be. Nobody's struggling. The nice thing is the workbench now doubles as a platform for them to work off of and the tools are again right where they need to be. We have two people working instead of one working, one watching. Second round of improvements, one hour later, from 20 minutes to 10 minutes, not bad. And we're easily gonna take this to five minutes, no question about it. Now, when you consider the scope of these projects, thousands of windows, you're talking about potentially saving millions of dollars just by creating a work cell, just by stopping work and thinking about what you're doing and eliminating the waste of motion, transportation, and over-processing and waiting. That's all we're doing. Work should be fun, it should be easy, you should be passionate about it, and you should engage your brain and enjoy every second of it. Okay, Paul Eaker's back with you. We're gonna have some fun solving some problems here. We're gonna to go to Kazakhstan and we're gonna take a look at some of their parking garages. Now, I walked into there and I said, wow, these are beautiful, they're so nice, but there's a problem. When people drive into them, they bring all the mud and snow because it's a very bad climate and it melts all over the floor and it makes a total mess. And I thought to myself, hmm, but it's gonna be very difficult to clean around all those stops they put everywhere. Why are they putting those stops there? I start asking the five whys. Turns out that nobody even uses the stops. I go around and film all the cars. Everybody intuitively knows right where to park their car. The stops are actually over-processing. Huge amount of waste, and then they create another problem downstream with keeping the garage clean. But I found out, you know, by asking some questions, we really don't need those stops. And then I went on the internet and looked around. I know the parking garage that I live in, we don't have stops and the floor cleaners can easily negotiate everything. There's no problem, but they've got all these stops there. It's like a big speed bump. We make speed bumps. Now my good friend Richie Oshingo taught me a very important lesson. 
he told me to go to the source. Anytime you want to solve a problem, go to the source. So I started thinking about it. You know, the stops are really not a good thing, but why do we even have to clean the garage in the first place? Because the cars are coming into the garage dirty. What if we cleaned off the undercarriage with a recycling water system? They have tons of them on the internet. I went and checked. And then the cars would go into the garage clean, require a lot less cleaning, and it would be way simpler to maintain the garage, plus you'd have a clean car. And you say, well, that's going to be too expensive. Well, let me ask you a question. We have toilets for a reason. We don't let people urinate and go to the bathroom all over the place. No, we contain it in one place. This is the same philosophy. This is source management. Think about it. This could really be a very innovative feature and a great thing that people would like. They'd have clean cars and clean garages. That's Nirvana.